Hello, and welcome to this week's best podcast ever. I am your host, Jason Barton. Uh, today's date is July 23rd. I have with me my cohorts in action. April Mitchell. And Chris Scott. And we're going to be bringing you some very entertaining news, we hope. Uh, we're going to go ahead and open up with this week's famous birthdays. April, would you like to give us the down low on the B-Day? Sure. <clears throat> Today's birthdays, we have Woody Harrelson, born 1961. Everybody um, loves Woody Harrelson. Huh? Everybody loves Woody Harrelson. We do, yes. Zombieland, Cheers, Now You See Me 1 and 2, Doc Hollywood, White Men Can't Jump, Cowboy Way, Natural Born Killers, Kingpin, and of course, Hamish and all the Hunger Games. Of course. Daniel Radcliffe, born 1989. The only thing that he matters to me in is the <laughs> Harry Potter movies. What? No, Woman Damn in Black straight. sucked. Yeah. Haven't seen Horns yet. Hmm. And then you've got Paul Wesley, born 1982. He's um, Stefan and uh, Silas uh, in the Vampire uh, Diaries. He's as old as us. There's a lot of 1982 birthdays this hmm. week. A lot of them. Yes. Seems to be the year. I forgot Philip Seymour Hoffman's birthday, so let me look that up real quick. Um, what was he in while we look this up? Hunger Games. Mmm. How could we forget? I know. So, <laughs> uh, 1967. Thank you. Born 1967. I'm trying a new layout, and it's not foolproof. Uh, Hunger Games, and he was also in another movie I enjoyed called Cold Mountain. Oh, so cold. Twister! Oh. Oh, and then you've got Tom Meissen, born 1982. He's from the from England. He plays Ichabod Crane in the Sleepy Hollow television series. Sorry, we have a jingly dog. Hang on. Oh, he's just reminding us of Christmas and how much we enjoy Christmas. Ichabod Crane. Okay. So then tomorrow, July 24th, we have Elizabeth Moss, born 1982. Yay! Um, she's in Mad Men, and mm-hmm. she plays Offred in The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, she does a really good job in Mad Men. Oh, she did amazing in The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, if you like Mad Men, uh, uh, well, or if you haven't watched Mad Men, you should watch it. It's definitely awesome. It's got a weird ending, though. Intentionally by the creators. So. And then you've got Anna Paquin, born 1982. She's in 82. Uh, she's in yes. True Blood, X-Men Days of Future Past, Trick or Treat, uh, X-Men Last Stand, X-Men 2, X-Men, and She's All That. Those are the ones that I care about. Mm, excuse me. And then you have Chris Sarandon, the oddball out for Monday, because he was born in 1942. Hey, he's only 40 years older than them. Big one. Who cares? He is Humpadink. Humpadink, Humpadink, Humpadink. In The Princess Bride. (laughs) I did not know this. He is the voice of Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's cool. And he was actually in both versions of Fright Night. Hmm. In the original in 1985, he played the vampire Jerry Dandridge. In 2011, he played J.D. Uh, While, um... Oh, the... The Irish guy from Colin Farrell, he played the vampire in the new one. Ah. And I also saw him as the necromancer on Charmed. <laughs> he yeah. was quite charming. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. Tuesday was kind of a low key day. It's kind of a low key day. We've got Matt LeBlanc, born 1967, from the TV show Friends. That's all I really cared about. Joey! What are you talking about? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> so on Wednesday, July 26th, we've got Kate Beckinsale, born 1973. She's in the Underworld movies, Serendipity, Stonehurst Asylum, which is amazing. Um, she's the voice of Queen Erin on Elder Scrolls Online. Interesting. And uh, she's in Van Helsing. Ah. So then you have Sandra Bullock, born 1964. Um, she's in a movie I enjoy called Premonition. I see. She's in Miss Congeniality 1 and 2. Two weeks notice. Hope floats. The proposal. Gravity. Crash is really good. I have that movie. Mm-hmm. Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. 28 Days. I forgot about that. In Love and War about, um, oh, one of the authors. I can't think. Ernest Hemingway. That's about uh, her character falling in love with Ernest Hemingway. Mm-hmm. Um, While You're Sleeping. And Love Potion Number 9. And, of course, Practical yeah, Magic. Magic. 
And then you've got Helen Mirren, born 1945. She's in Excalibur. She's in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yay. She's the voice of Deep Thought. And she's a mm. National Treasure Book of Secrets because I watched Red and it sucked. Mm. And then you've got Eve Miles, born 1978 in Wales. She's on Torchwood. And she's the voice of Meryl in the game Dragon Age 2. Interesting. So then we move right along to Thursday, July 27th. I am going to butcher this man's name, but really, if you know who he is, you, you don't care. It's Nicolaj Koster-Waldau, born 1970 in Denmark. We all know him as Jamie Lannister on Game of Thrones. Uh, and he's also in the movie At World's End. Then you've got Jonathan Rhys Myers, born 1977 in Dublin, Ireland. He's in the movie Bend It Like Beckham. He plays Brian Slade in Velvet Goldmine, which is an unauthorized biography of David Bowie. Uh, he's King Henry VIII on the Tudors. He, he played Dracula on the TV show Dracula. Um, one of my favorite movies he's in is From Paris with Love. And he's in a TV miniseries called Gourmet Gas. That from Love It with Paris, um, with from Paris with Love. That was with John Travolta, right? Yes, it was. Nice. I made you guys watch it. <laughs> At least I made Jason watch. It. I don't know if you were here, so. If you were, then you would have watched it. Yeah, if you were here, you watched it. <laughs> I know. I saw you in the movie. <laughs> Gorman Gas is a TV show about when the kitchen boy causes all kinds of conflict in the family. It's like a. Um, it's kind of like a. Um, what's the show I'm thinking of? Downton Abbey, it's that kind of a estate. Mm. Anyways, um, then you've got Julian McMahon, born 1968. He was uncharmed until they finally killed him. No! <laughs> finally? After what, four times? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and after, after a while, you couldn't really do anything to him. They're like, well, just go away then. And then you've got Nip Tuck. I watched some of Nip Tuck. I should finish that. Um, he was in the Fantastic Four movies, and he's in that movie with Sandra Bullock, Premonition. He plays her husband. And then Friday, July 28th, this was kind of a dry day, too. I had to just pick people. Elizabeth Berkeley, born 1972 from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, and Lori Laughlin, born 1964. She's in Full House and now Fuller House. That's still going. Yeah, online for Netflix. Yeah. Cool. yeah, they've been signed up for season two. Oh, jeez. Saturday, July 29th, Will Wheaton. Wheaton! That could have went quieter. Anyways, Will Wheaton, <laughs> born 1972, Star Trek Next Generation, Stand By Me, Toy Soldiers, The Big Bang Theory, and Critical Role, Eureka, Leverage, Eureka! and the Seriously? Yep. Let me finish my sentence. Sorry. And The Guild. The Guild! <laughs> you finished your sentence. Okay. <laughs> Once again, you're fired. Sorry, it's Will Wheaton. I swear I won't do anything for any of the other ones. Maybe. I love our awkward pose with him in that picture. That was amazing. Anyways, Timothy Amundsen, born 1969. Lassie! in Psych. <laughs> Dig it. Kane and Supernatural. King Richard and Gallivant. And he's in a TV oh. series that I just watched called Downward Dog. Yeah, I've, I've decided we should definitely watch the movie that's coming out for Psych. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking. I'm wondering if he's gonna be in it. And I hope so. Oh, he better sure. be. He has to be. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Josh Radner, born 1974, in How I Met Your Mother. And then this little. Okay, he's not little. He's 17. Lino Fascioli was born in Sao Paulo, Brazil. <gasps> Robin. He's Aaron. credited. He's credited in the film. <laughs> Oh, he's credited? Nice. Yes, I confirm. Can I tell, tell talk about this kid's birthday? Yeah, I'm done. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. And Lino Fascioli, born 2000 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh, Fascioli. And Game of Thrones, he's Robin Aaron. Oh, he was the tit sucker. Yeah! Uh, oh, yeah, okay. All right. I believe that concludes this week's birthdays. So, uh... Moving on, um, I didn't have that much exciting news for World of Warcraft this week, because, you know, it's kind of, we're in the middle of a lull, getting towards that lull point. 
uh, we're waiting for the next content patch, although we just got, like, the raid, so, um, however, I would like to congratulate, of course, us at getting eight of nine, um, we almost, let's see, we got him down to 37%, kill Jaden, so, we'll be moving on to Heroic soon, oh, and we did get the first boss on Heroic down, so that's pretty cool, too. Uh, so congratulations, Just Us League. Another wonderful week. I'm looking forward to this coming one, where we'll do more badass poning of bosses. Um, yeah. Moving on to World of Warcraft news. Uh, some PvE tuning will be happening this coming Tuesday. Yay! Uh, DKs are getting a 5% damage buff. Rep Pallies are getting a Blade of Justice Crusader Strike 10% damage buff, so uh, that's cool. Uh, rogues get Mantle of the Master Assassin reduction to 5 seconds, which is across all classes. Um, or specs, I should say. Uh, not classes. Uh, Arms Warriors are getting nerfed, so I'm, I'm expecting to hear something from Al on that. <clears throat> Uh, they also have announced that in 7.3, Elemental Shamans are going to get some sm some small changes. Uh, they're making Earthquake more attractive to cast, um, because currently it just they just keep casting lightning, Chain Lightning. So, <laughs> you know, adding a little bit more variety, having to worry about placement of the Earthquake and all that. Um, they're increasing Earthquake by 90 per 90 or 29%, sorry, um, before... Uh, oh, and also increasing Earthshock by 13 while decreasing, of course, Chain Lightning uh, by 13%. So they're going to force shamans to use more of their earth magic <laughs> so uh yeah i'm not a shaman so it doesn't really affect me i'm a boomkin but it's still cool to know so but we don't have any elemental shamans in our guild so oh well it happens uh moving on so that's it for world of warcraft news um xbox one users might have seen a weird message about my little pony called mock ear title uh, apparently this wasn't supposed to appear at all but um, this was a bug that was pushed live to live users who might have been seeing the silly um, devs only kind of bug um, creating it because they created it as like a funny test thing you know us devs we like creating things we don't think and users will ever see well it looks like something accidentally happened and maybe some checks weren't placed correctly and so end users were seeing this funny um, error message about my little pony and, uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. I think it's hilarious for Xbox to make that kind of mistake. And I kind of do like to see that. Like, maybe it was, like, kind of like a little PR stunt. Who knows? But probably not. It's probably just devs probably pushing some patch and there was a bug in it. A bug to display the bug error. Anyways, moving on. Uh, who here likes Guitar Hero? Uh, I saw April raise her hand. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Yeah, well, uh, Harmonix, the creators of Guitar Hero, which is kind of like Rock Band, uh, you know, um, are creating this new thing. Uh, it's called the DJ Remix Game, and you can watch it. I, pro I have a link in the YouTube videos of people playing this game, and it's kind of cool because, like, they have these cards, and it just starts swapping out different, like, DJ kind of music, and, like, based on the different cards, it changes what's being played and like it affects each other like the cards will affect others by different beats and then they're like these remix cards just watch the video it's kind of cool the only thing that i didn't like about it was the price it's gonna be 99.99 so yeah and uh it's supposed to be out this fall so for christmas so expect it maybe to be on people's christmas lists um, you can connect it to your TV, so you don't have to just use the little display that's on the thing. It's got a party mode, which I think is what they were really pushing people. Um, it looked like they play up to five players, though. Um, and it comes out with 60 cards with a free app. So, that's kind of cool. I liked it. I mean, I just, I think the price point's not there. I think maybe, like, 60 bucks would have probably been better. But, you know, that's kind of how harmonics rolls. So, moving on to other things. Uh, let's talk about Alex Mahler. Mauer, um, who looks to have gone off the deep end. If you have been following anything about Alex, um, who is a transgender individual, some of the news agencies have been reporting, you know, like supporting um, her cause and, you know, just her, you know, just her beliefs and all this other stuff. But the problem is, is like, she's been harassing, uh, it, it sucks that she's being harassed. I'll just go ahead and follow my notes on this. Uh, for wanting more money, because she, she's claiming that the like she isn't making enough money off of her music. She's a composer for video games um, and does a lot of video game music. And so she's been posting DMC takedowns for anybody who's been using her music, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, and even a video game. So uh, in, in hopes of trying to get money out of them, because she feels like she just wasn't justly paid. 
even though it was part of the contract and the original agreement for all this stuff. So uh, she was taking down people's posts, um, which have since been put back up because she doesn't technically have the legal right to do that because she kind of sold the rights. So, but, you know, she's a transgender individual, so people have been kind of taking her side because they don't see the whole entire story. She started th sending death threats to her lawyer only because she said that it was okay because pe her own public was sending death threats to her. So, it's just a weird kind of crazy thing going on with her. So, I kind of feel that she's not doing it correctly and following the right channels, and so, it is what it is. So... Yeah, I'm sorry, Alex, but you probably shouldn't be sending DMZ takedowns to YouTube and Twitch people. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, I know Chris knows about this because he mentioned <laughs> it earlier. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go Fest. Hmm. Yeah, hosted in Chicago. So what do you think happens when you have fifteen to 20,000 people in one location? I can answer that for you. What is it? Uh, a friend of mine that was there yesterday at 2.28 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time can't log in. Pokemon aren't spawning when you are there. Catch one and it errors. Pokestops aren't working. Yep. Hashtag Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, so it's been a complete disaster for everybody. Uh, for anybody who had attended. And not only that, some people have paid up in an upwards of $400 for these tickets to get into this thing. And uh, had long lines to get into this thing. And once you got in, you couldn't catch anything because the cell networks were completely bogged down with 15 to 20,000 people with phones. Because obviously every single person doing this is going to have a device. So, yeah, that sucks for all of you Pokemon goers. And so, um, Niantic, the people who create um, Pokemon Go, ended up having to give everybody a rare Pokemon Go character uh, because of this whole entire disaster. So... <laughs> That's like, oh, and there were people at 6 o'clock in the morning, of course. <laughs> so the people who waited 6 a.m. to do all this, you know, ended up getting screwed for the, to the part. Because the whole entire thing was a disaster. Nothing really worked. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, all you Pokemon goers out there. I mean, it's unfortunate. But they, I don't think they could have done anything else to fix it besides maybe put hotspots out there. Like to add more cell tower coverage so people could actually use the networks. But... You know, that's such a small confined area. Like they had to, have, they would have had to have brought out their own like kind of sub network kind of device out there to support everybody, like on Wi-Fi or something. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the same person's antics on standing in line to get in. Oh uh, yeah. I am in the longest line I've ever been in in my whole 30 years of life. <laughs> my wait to escape the womb might be shorter. <laughs> and that was at 10:50. At 12:15, line update Pokefest 2017. Hour and a half still by fountain. <laughs> Twelve fifty two. Pokemon Go Fest twenty seventeen line update. Two hours. I need a sandwich, but there may be an entrance ahead. <laughs> it sounded like it was an adventure just to get in. Yeah. Ugh. And I mean, if you're if you weren't there, I mean, I was taking advantage of it yesterday. It was, it was a matter of being able. To, there things were showing up, and you know things were popping and whatnot and everybody is getting advantages for the next 48 hours until like eight o'clock tomorrow night eastern oh, daylight cool. time yeah like better spawn rates better this that and the other and apparently yes a couple of the now legendary pokemon have come out so you know they they're charging things up and being able to get things a little they're making themselves some money again but yeah pokemon go fest they could have done that so much better honestly yeah, so hopefully they learn from this, and uh, in the future will better prepare themselves for Pokemon Go Fest 2018, if there is one. So, yeah. Alright, um, I got one other thing here um, I thought was interesting. So, how many people here use Chrome? I do. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, um, I thought this was cool, because this has been a controversial thing in the past, because how many of you listen to MP3s? Yeah. Everybody probably does. So, um, and this has always been a problem because the the codecs have never been made open source and like are made public for everybody. You'd have to pay rights and you know licensing and all that kind of stuff for it. Well, apparently it's gotten to the point where um, Chrome can now add support for MP3s into their browser, which means users and websites will be able to play MP3 files natively in the browsers. And mm -hmm. this just isn't this isn't just Chrome. This is also Opera and several other browsers too. So that are based off of the uh, Chromium project. So, 
Uh, I think that's cool. Um, they got approval from their legal department to finally put this into the nine pri- proprietary codex section of their um, or lists or whatever. So uh, expect to see websites probably using more MP3s. So now that you know the raids are built or everything's built into Chrome and all that. So yeah, that's kind of cool. That's all I got. Um, let's go ahead and move over to entertainment news with Chris. Oh got? my God. Well, I'm going to be a little light on some ends and a little heavy on another end. So uh, first off, weekend box office. Couldn't fi- didn't see this one coming. Okay, I totally saw this coming. Dunkirk battles into the box office, fifty point five million dollar opening. Go figure. War, war makes money. I want to see that. Really? Mm-hmm. It sounded like it was pretty decent. Would you? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if I'd want to rent it or watch it in the theaters though. Well, it might be one of those ones I'd rather rent. Well, I yeah. think I would rather see the theater just so it's bigger and I got the sound. You do get the sound, like the blasts and ex- yeah. Yeah, explosions and all that. The I need to action experience would be that more better. It would be better to be served in that. And it was yeah. done in the 70mm IMAX filming, so yeah, it's going to be... April, April's yeah, probably... I'd say April's right on this one. Go see... Definitely probably see that in the theater just for the experience of it all. Yeah, if you can, IMAX would be better then. There's yep. one Gr- not too far from here. Yeah, somewhere or. A girl's trip actually goes on a thirty million dollar vacation. Actually, make you know, make some money. Which I've never heard of that. I didn't know what yeah. that is. Yeah, basically, it sounds like it's you know one of these like you got Jada Pinkett Smith, Queen Latifah, Regina Hall, uh, Lorenz Tate. It's like they're all going on some kind of like vacation or something like that. But then again, when you've got a movie that's made thirty million and was its budget was nineteen million, that's when cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just pure profit, so that's cool. Yep. Uh, surprisingly, um, Spider-Man Homecoming swings to number three with a $22 million week, which means War for the Planet of the Apes got hammered at the box office, drops uh, almost 64%, uh, and comes in with just $20 million new this week. Eh, it's still I knew, fine. I knew it would. Yeah. Unfortunately, and I kind of saw this happening but unfortunately for the city of a thousand planets valerian didn't do very well at all 17 million i didn't With even all... hear anything about it oh then you, you haven't been watching me? television is it valerian steel is this what we're talking about no, no valerian it... in the city of a thousand planets it's like the super sci-fi-ish looking movie okay 209 million dollar budget and it makes 17 domestically and there is no nothing global right now on it huh so it sucked but it's it comes from luc basson the great luc basson that great of a review from both the critics and from the audience so yeah so i mean that's your box office speaking of box office at this point wonder woman actually came in ninth with another four million dollars but what that does is puts wonder woman as the top earning summer movie domestically this year unfortunately that means it just knocked out guardians of the galaxy volume two eh, just yep. so it's it's I'm kicked ass. It, it's, it's been kicking ass so that is a good thing uh slightly small you know sad news that i heard yesterday john heard best known as the father in the home alone series mm-hmm. uh found dead in his home age 71 oh. yep i knew that now i heard that yep you're just not looking it up what do you mean you heard that no as in his name heard anyways never mind. Oh. <laughs> can i fire him again maybe maybe oh that we'll guy see. okay that guy Outside of all that, needless to say, what was this weekend besides Pokemon Go Fest? Come Motherfucking on. San Diego Comic Con! Oh! I will go yes. into a more in-depth special edition next weekend about it, but let me hit you up with some of the good, delectable goodies that you can look into right now. New trailers for movies that have already had trailers come out, or shows that have had come out. Thor Ragnarok. Just watched it. Fuck yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, a spo- one minute spoiler. Well, no, <gasps> not spoiler, but... Uh, if it's um, in the trailer, it, it's, it's not a spoiler. It'll be fun to watch the trailer, but unfortunately, I really, as much as I was wanting to see the last Infinity Stone show up in Black Panther, uh, by the looks of this trailer, I think the Soul Stone is showing up in this movie. Uh, Boo! Cool. 
Uh, Justice League had another trailer. Longer trailer. Looking better. It's looking better in my eyes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. When I saw this one pop up on oh, yeah. Friday morning. I saw that huh? one. Know what you're talking about? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yes, this one looked good. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, yeah, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, the new trailer for that. Did you see the uh, promo they did with Archer? Uh, they had Archer and the Kingsman in it. it it's it's really funny if you just go look I it up. I saw it on YouTube. I have not watched it yet. Oh, okay, it's really funny to watch. But I will be. But holy shit! <laughs> All I have to say is look at my Twitter feed, and I took images. Picture When I looked at that video, I took pictures of the image I saw. I'm just like, one guy's like, Xy's like, you got a lasso. It's like, oh, you got to see what this fucker does with a lasso. Holy shit. Oh, you talking about the one where they rip the guy in half with a lasso? Yeah, yeah, slices that, and break it. That's the only thing that, it's just so far-fetched. It's just weird for me. Well, but, okay, what about the, um, okay, yeah, maybe the laser lasso, maybe. God. But what about the guy shooting off the revolver, and he's actually spinning the revolver in his hand as he's shooting it, as he's spinning around? That was fuck. Watch that trailer again and watch for that. That was freaking awesome. No, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Discovery had a new trailer. Looking interesting, especially now that you're seeing more of the tech around, especially you're seeing a whole shit ton of I'm seeing a whole lot of um shield uh, not shields, but yeah, like barriers, like electric barriers or shields or whatnot. And I'm like, this could be good. A new trailer for Marvel's The Defenders. Another trailer for Marvel's Inhumans. Inhumans has gone from no to meh, so it's improving slightly. Defenders looks like it's gonna be really good for Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, full-length trailers. We've seen full-length trailers pop up for new ones. Ready Player One. I'm very much on the fence about this because you know how I've read that book, and I did a primer on that book before oh, for a so previous episode. And I'm like, Cage. these people better not fuck up my movie. Uh, so it's got all of their main people in it. Hmm? So it's going to have... Defenders is going to have everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to have all four of the... Jessica yeah, the Jones, Defenders Luke are going to be good. Iron Fist, and then Electra Nachios. Yep, Electra from, you know, Daredevil. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Ready Player One, I got to see I gotta see another trailer for that because I'm a little fearful. I, although the trailer, I did get to see the DeLorean. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay with that, that being in there. <laughs> um, saw a trailer for The Gifted, which is the X-Men series. It's going to be on Fox. That's looking good. Apparently, it's not going to interfere with either any of the X-Men movies or the FX series Legion. So, it will be a separate incarnation of the whole oh, X-Men series and all that. Series, so, that's that's looking that's looking pretty interesting. And I, I know there's more, but I've this is just my quick primer on that. Some goodness that I saw that really just attracted my attention. I did, they had, and I will finish it off with this, which is nothing major. I know I heard about Star Stargate Origins coming out, which they're working on basically like a redoing Stargate. Yeah, apparently. It isn't a, they're just restarting it. It's like a, whatever they call yeah. it. A reboot or something yeah, like that. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, the, tra the trailer was basically just images from the first movie, so... Yeah, I need something more. That was not a tease. That's not a trailer. That was just you're just trying to get us hyped and just let us remi remind us that it's coming out. Yeah, I I am glad they're bringing it. Like they're they're investing like putting more money into Stargate. Um, mm -hmm. because you know I think they really do need to reboot the series because where they were at, they pretty much went through the whole entire thing. So, yeah, it was a good series. I liked Stargate that. Stargate Universe was the end. So I, I you know yeah, but there's more. There's so many Stargates. The whole entire like you know obviously the creators made a bunch of gates and put it everywhere so. oh exactly um other than that um that's gonna just wrap up my con um comic-con news but to finish off this if you're listening to this right now remember shark week starts today shark oh shark week dun, which includes michael dun, phelps getting eaten by shark? Against a shark oh. okay I, I can go with that oh we know what is doing tonight <laughs> what watching Shark Week? Oh, yeah. she's all about Shark Week. Oh, nice. Yeah, 
Hey, sharks are cool. I like sharks. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So uh, that's it. That's it for you, right, Chris? That's so, it. That's all my entertainment goodness. Let's go ahead and roll some dice on over to D and D news. You got it. Hmm. Okay. These are just to tell me what I'm doing. <clears throat> Okay, they have a little tiny preview on D&D News for Critical Role's campaign book for 5th edition. Yay! Yay! Um, here we go. It shows you a couple of pages. It's at the enworld.org. Just gotta look for it. It's the title of the article is Delve into Critical Role's campaign setting with co-writer James Hick. H-A-E-C-K. The pre-order for the Taldere Campaign Guide, the D&D 5th edition campaign setting book written by Matthew Mercer and James Hick, published by Green Ronin, and based on Geek and Sundry's popular Critical Role web series, was launched a few days ago with apparently overwhelming popular success. And it's a full-color hardback book, 144 pages in length. Um, James Heck has answered a few questions about the book and about working with Matt Mercer and Green Ronin was kind enough to send along a couple of gorgeous previews which is on yeah, this website. looking at those pages, they look really it's nice. Real nice, mm. really good artwork, really good explanations, and looks well, like your typical D and D campaign guide. Taldor, I, I definitely wouldn't mind buying it. Uh, it'll be on my list, definitely. Yeah, so check that out. I think I have. I can go and tell you when it's coming out. Amazon.com. Tell. I forget how to spell it. Oh, the Teldorai? Tell. Tell. Teldorai. Oh, Teldorai. Teldorai in books. Campaign setting. Here we go. Um. Ooh, it's already down to 2227. Uh, oh, that's good, actually. Yeah, I was, I was thinking something else. And... September 12th. Mm. Yeah, it started off in like the 40s, and now it's 2227. That's weird. I wonder if somebody else is providing it. Yeah, because it's right there. I'll go ahead and provide a link in the uh, notes for this. this Oh, yeah, because they've already got a pre-order for Xanathars, too. That one's down to 29.97. Yeah, I mean, if you're ordering on Amazon, it's usually cheaper anyways. Oh, yeah. So, especially, you know, those... Amazon. Rolling the world one gift at a time. Okay, so while you're doing that, my other piece of D&D news, I don't have much, there really isn't going to be much until Tomb of Annihilation comes out. So, we're just kind of dealing with the, the, the supplementary stuff going along with the campaign book that's coming out. So... As of Friday, July 21st, um, D&D's lead slightly increases on Roll20. Um, gives you last year's Quarter 3 and Quarter 4 reports, um, this year's Quarter 1 and Quarter 2 reports, and both Quarter 1 and Quarter 2, D&D 5th Edition has now gone above Pathfinder on Roll20. Nice. And and 3.5 edition. It goes D&D 5th edition, Pathfinder, D&D 3.5, other games, Warhammer, Star Wars, D&D 4th edition, and then World of Darkness, (laughs) Shadowrun, Call of Cthulhu, Dungeon World, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, which is, you know, 2nd edition, Savage Worlds, Fate, GURPS, 13th Age, Basic, oh, GURPS sucks, I hate GURPS. Uh, basic fantasy, stars without numbers, apocalypse world system, cipher system games, mutants and masterminds. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. There is even a Pokemon one. Oh dear <laughs> lord. Dashwarza Aug, Dragon Age. Pretty much it just exalted, Fallout, Burning Wheel, Anima, Cyberpunk, Dungeon Crawl Classics. Um, a lot of interesting sounding ones that I've never heard of. <laughs> Swords and Wizardry, Labyrinth Lord, Gumshoe, Castles and Crusades, you know, D&O oh, Tavern Tales is the very last one at 
53%. (laughs) But D&D, as of quarter two, is at 52.22%. With 34,785 games and 48,732 players. So, keep it going. I went ahead and pre-ordered the Telderai setting. Campaign setting. Gotta love Amazon. Amazon. Mm -hmm. Amazon. Okay. So that was my little snippet of D&D. Not much. I I always say it's not the quantity, it's the quality. That's right. Oh, speaking of quantity and quality, I actually want to throw in one quick D&D role-playing-ish kind of thing. Okay. It's a very... It's not going to last very much longer, only until Thursday morning, but I saw somebody back this on Twitter. It is... um, And I put a link to this in the show notes. It's called the Dice of Rolling, a set of 29 color-coded dice system optimized for the fifth edition of the world's greatest role-playing game. I wonder which one they're talking about. But the, you know how when we always go buy out, buy new sets of dice, it's always one four, one six, yeah. one, yeah. This kit is twenty bucks. So compare that to how much we're normally paying for, you know, our normal set. We're paying like what six to ten bucks for those. Yeah. This has got four four, four four siders, yeah. ten sixes, Ooh. five uh, eights, yeah. which would be good for me in a cl- being as a cleric, uh, five tens. Five regular ten siders, mm-hmm. two twelves, two twenties, and one percentile die. Yeah. So yeah, this sense. this looks for twenty bucks, and they're all all of the four siders are purple, all the um, sixes are orange, etc. and so forth. Twenty bucks for that? I might have to pick myself that up. I threw a link in the notes um, up till Thursday morning, but I mean that's you know, support. You know that's good support. It looks good, and it comes with a dice bag. If you don't really care about the looks, though, you can always go buy a pound of dice off of Amazon for twenty-two bucks. So. Yeah, I did that at Gen Con one year. Yeah, I did something like that at Gen Con. You can get a shit ton of dice for the same price, but those That's are true. you get a bag, you get everything optimized for what you would bring to a game session, so you don't have to worry about needing to bring more. So I see the perk behind it. So. Yeah. Jason, do you have see techie news? Oh my G, oh, I've got some. So, uh, uh, um, English, please. Nine. Anyway. Nine. <laughs> so uh, I don't have that much. Uh, looking through the news, there wasn't too much exciting stuff. And I'm uh, gonna add something. Oh yes, April's got some stuff to add to this as well. Uh, gonna go ahead and open this up because uh, the U.S. being the almighty ones that we are, apparently, um, and Australia are testing hypersonic missiles. These are missiles that go extremely fast. Like, across the world within an hour, missiles. Like, you launch it here, and you can hit the target on the other side of the Earth in, in an hour or less, is, is their goal with these uh, supersonic missiles. Um, so, yeah. Then the U.S. is actually testing this stuff out. So, apparently, we actually have this stuff in the works. And it could be potentially virtually impossible to stop using the existing missile defenses in pretty much anywhere. I'm sure we probably have our lasers that can go instantaneous, which is probably why we're investing in this, so we can defend against it. Because, you know, we love laser defense systems and all that kind of stuff now. That's cool. Okay, so they're talking talking about a missile that could basically go... Okay, the circumference of the Earth is 24,000 miles. Yes. You're basically saying the thing can go 12,000 miles an hour. Uh, pretty much. Fudge! Yeah, so it is crazy how fast these things go. Um, That's what they mean by hypersonic. So... Uh, yeah, they actually started testing these things now. So that's their ultimate goal is to be able to hit any target anywhere on this planet within an hour. So, hello, god <laughs> damn. Okay, so if other countries get this, then we're all in trouble. Because then we can, anybody could hit anybody with that. And we'd have to have proprietary already set goals. Like, so if somebody launches a missile at us, we have to just automatically do this. Like, there's no set. We have to have a set of subset of, like, rules for this kind of stuff. So... Anyways, it's frightening, and thanks, government, for making things like this possible. All right, uh, moving on. Verizon, our wonderful company that provides us with great things like phone service and internet, uh, has been accused of throttling Netflix and YouTube, surprise, surprise, and has admitted to video optimization, <laughs> which means they're capping data transfers on the mobile networks by 10, up or to 10 megabits per second as under this video optimization system of theirs. So yeah, 
they acknowledged it that their um, new video optimization system is doing this and um, apparently the only way that people are reporting about uh, to get around this is to set up a VPN service for your mobile device so they can't track that kind of network because obviously they're targeting specific video like traffic um, to, to like you know slow that down they're not going to slow down VPN network because they don't know what's behind it because it's all encrypted so that's why VPN works so yeah I have a feeling that a lot of people are probably going to go start buying VPN networks because they're really cheap like for 20 bucks you can get like two years of service for a VPN network that you can just connect to your phone and just have it go outside and it goes outside of the network and they can't read any of your traffic which is the whole point. If anybody who does anything with like maybe downloading torrents and all that might already know this, but um, that's 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 the only way that they know how to get circumvent this. And it's kind of annoying because we're moving into this whole entire state where we have this net neutrality thing now. It's going like you know net neutrality is not going to be a thing. So these are the kinds of things that companies are going to be able to do to us now that it's not there. They can throttle our networks. Uh, they can control what we see specifically like especially high bandwidth usage things like videos because now we're being throttled people have now noticed that their phones are no longer rendering the quality of the videos that they had once been getting um yeah thank you so thank you Ajipai. you're 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 wonderful i'm glad the fcc head chairman is doing this so anyways um i will probably be ranting more and more about why net neutrality is a good thing and why we should be having it and not getting rid of it but anyways moving on i've got one more i've got one more last bit of uh, information for all you michiganders out there yes uh, they're uh, currently um there's this company called navia and they've announced they're building their first manufacturing facility um to build self-driving trolleys ding ding mm. ding ding so uh yeah um they're planning on building 25 self-driving tram uh, trolleys this year and uh these things can reach a whopping max speed 27 miles per hour so you could totally run somebody over but they're going to be on average running about 12 miles per hour so and they can transport up to 15 people and it probably makes sense that one of the first things you'd probably want to have controlled by robots is something that's on rails (laughs) so it can't go (laughs) off the road or anything hopefully Uh, (laughs) and uh yeah it makes total sense to me so i mean you don't need to have trolley conductors anymore you know it's just automatically detects when somebody's at a station i guess to go pick them up and drop people off they probably push a little thing on the thing they let them off and off you go or here you stop of course then you can get that one douchebag in the back it just keeps hitting the stop thing you know it's just like oh, i gotta get up nope, i'm gonna get off here nope i'm gonna get off here stop it goddamn it and then you have a riot and people die anyways they're already gonna have a riot and people die because all this stuff getting higher and higher in technology is taking away more and more jobs uh yeah yeah exactly uh, i mean like uh i mean all this stuff with um wayfair and uh oh uh lyft just announced they're gonna have self-driving vehicles so goodbye taxi drivers way to be assholes america yeah <laughs> well this is a, this is the vision of the future yeah, that the donald trump isn't stopping apparently everybody so. is homeless because they can't afford to live anywhere they have no jobs there's no jobs available in what they do yeah well just wait till truck driving jobs go away because that's where the real money's at. That's why they're working up towards right now. Hey, we're just going to get those self-driving trucks like in Logan. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's all I've got. But I believe April has something for us. It's weird history news. Ooh, weird okay. history news moment. How many things... I mean, do you ever hook anything up to Bluetooth, Jason? Uh, yes, my Fitbit Blaze right here connects to my Bluetooth to my phone. <laughs> And do you ever hook anything up to Bluetooth there, Chris? All the fucking time. My Fitbit, my Bluetooth in the car. I mean, a shit ton of things. Yes. Well, do you know what Bluetooth and Denmark and Norway have in common? Uh, mm. They can both be very blue places to live. Wait, wait, wait. I heard this on um, NPR. Wait, are they putting in blue actual um, Bluetooth devices <laughs> that are actually blue teeth? No. <laughs> you heard that too, Jason, right? No, I have no clue oh, what you're yeah. talking about. Okay. What did what, you hear, April? Okay, so who knows their Norse history? I know, I know a little bit. There is a guy who is called Harold Gormson. King Harold Gormson. 
-hmm. Well, his nickname, okay, he was king of Denmark and Norway um, from like 935 to 985. Long time ago. Okay, he ruled as king of Denmark from 958. So still very long time ago. Long, long time ago. But did you know that his nickname was Bluetooth? I did not know that. So you're calling his him... nickname allegedly comes from the extreme amount of blueberries he ate, staining his teeth. King. Commonly viewed as a great uniter, he's the inspiration for the Bluetooth wireless tech. Yay! Because oh. it unites devices. And the logo is actually his initials in Nordic runes. Interesting. Really? I didn't fucking know that. Yeah. I didn't know that until I saw someone share the picture on Facebook. Of course, I searched to make sure it was true, but... <laughs> Can't be The guy really nicknames. did exist, and his nickname really was Bluetooth. So, huh. so King Harold... Uh, King Harold... Gormson. Gormson of the Blueberries. Denmark and Norway. Of the Blueberries. You have him to thank for the name Bluetooth. Nice. Good to nice. know. That is a uh, really cool information there. Thank yeah, you. that really is. I like that. I like that kind of. I always have to find trivia. history crap. It's always me. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, I think that concludes all of my tech talk segments. So um, maybe we should be giving a warning about this next part that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, apparently somebody's chomping at the bit about uh, topic about this show, so oh, no, this is all spoilers. Okay, from this point on, if you are a Game of Thrones fan, but apparently not, not hardcore enough that you that you have watched the first episode it, of season seven yet, stop now. And we're talking about episode one, not the one that's released today on this Sunday. Right. So if you are watching season or episode two, we will not be talking about episode no, two. No, we'll we're just episode recapping one. episode one. So we'll be recapping the prior week's Game of Thrones episodes. So if you have not watched it, I am glad you've listened to us. Please turn off your podcast and come back to us once you have watched it, if you plan on watching it. Um, we won't have much else going on after this. We're just going to be talking about Game of Thrones. So, all right. April, I'll let you go ahead and take off. Um, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Shut your podcast off. Uh, Well, um, it was entitled Dragonstone. Huh, I wonder why. For a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to... Aria, oh my god, Arya yeah. Stark. Arya, oh, the fucking scene. So, oh, the, the, the opener for this, because oh. confusing is all get out until you realize what's going on. Because, yeah, you're like, what? No, he's, is this a you just flashback? Saw him die. I know, is this a flashback? <laughs> what? What's going on here? Yeah, you get the recap, yeah. Yeah, so Arya, the uh, master of many faces. Yes. Damn straight. face that she took. Um, oh, Walder. Walder Frey. Yeah. Walder Frey. So, yeah. So, she's behind the scenes poisoning, like, everybody who pretty much killed House Stark. Yeah, everybody in, in, that was a part of the Red Wedding. Yep, yep. Which is crazy, because you're just like, I'm like, I'm like, that guy's poisoning him. That guy's poisoning them. I'm yeah, like, I'm I can like see thinking, this. Why is he killing them? I don't know them? what's going on, because yeah. they were all at the Red Wedding. How is he poisoning? I'm like, oh, and then it clicked. Yeah, and, it's just, and then, and then it's, it just confirms when he's just like, "Sorry, well, not the we can't give like the best wine to women or something like that, or to, mm-hmm. to women or something like that." So mm-hmm. I was just, I'm like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, it just and then she clicked. just takes off the face, walks away, and it's like when they ask, "The North remembers." Just tell them the North right. remembers. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Yeah. If she would have continued to walk with two middle finger stuck up in the air it would have been like that's kind of yeah. how i felt like it was just right there she's yeah. just like she had a smile on her face and everything <laughs> i'm just like yep yep you you go oh man so that was a good way to start off the whole entire cue so, opening scene <laughs> yeah so just just bringing in just immense amounts of death and then um they i think they, they later referenced that too um in the episode but uh and then we go see um uh, um uh, Dragon Lady Calis, uh, Khaleesi, Khaleesi uh, c- coming over on the ships. And we see where she's going as we find out, which is probably why they named it 
Dragonstone. Dragonstone, yeah. Which is her hometown, where I think she was, well, she, I don't know if she was born there or whatever, but that's where she, there, the Targaryens are from, right? Yep. Right. So, yep, she was born there, that's their ancestral home. Yeah. So, as you can tell by the dragons on the walls and all that kind of stuff. So, like, yep. it took me a minute to click that, and I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, this makes total sense as to why. And, and if nobody, and if you don't remember, Stannis was actually occupying um, Dragonstone when he was trying to take over the Iron Throne. Yeah. Stannis Baratheon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave it up, obviously. So. Well, he got killed. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, well, I mean, like they could have moved, kept the forces there or something. But yeah. well, I was gonna say it's Game of Thrones. Everybody's yeah. getting killed. It's it's the Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's the Game of Thrones. So. Yeah, uh, I don't know, like, overall, like, I was excited for it. And there was a few moments when April gets really excited, like, pointing out certain people Oh, who... yeah, you know, like, Ed Sheeran is yeah. a Lannister I know! Guard. Fucking Ed Sheeran in the show, that was fucking hilarious! I was like, oh my god, it's Ed Sheeran and he's singing, aww! <laughs> it's like he's every he's fucking he got, everywhere, he's turning he into the Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I was gonna say, he got a lot of flack for that, though, and he wasn't he happy did, about that. I know, because he's like a die-hard fan. Yeah. And I mean, he was saying in an interview that he was totally planning on being killed. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was gonna die. He thought he was gonna die. They're, she's he, they're, they're talking to Arya, so I mean that and who wouldn't? They're Lannister guards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like you, gotta, I mean, like, we don't know. They panned away, so maybe he does. I just think it's cool how it was showing him how these are supposed to be these evil, horrible people that work for Cersei, and here they're just normal people. Yeah. Being all chill. And that's that's the whole point. Yeah, like, that was the, that was the point they were trying to they get. They have lives outside of yeah, being Yeah, that's Lannister the point they were trying to get at. Now, all Lannisters are horrible. Yeah. So and just... they were just wanting to get done with their shift, is what they mm-hmm. were trying to make it mm-hmm. out to be. So, whether or not Arya kills them is another question. Well, she, I think she's not going to, only because right. they laughed. You know, they, they thought she was joking. Yeah, she said, I'm going she to may... kill the queen. Yeah. Where are you I'm going? going to kill the queen. I'm going to go kill the queen. <laughs> I'm going to go kill the queen. And they're just like, ha, 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 ha. Like, is she joking? <laughs> Well, okay, now, got a question for both of you. What did you guys think of Sansa basically in that whole, I don't I don't know what you want to call that, gathering of all the northern lords? You know, basically talking yeah. against Jon. It's like, do you think that's going to cause us ish, her issue in the future? Well, do you I, think she's going to be the thorn? What? I think uh, Littlefinger is going to play that up. Probably. Yeah, well, because she's not making the best decisions. Yeah. If it was left up to her, I don't like what she was doing. Yeah, because, well, she didn't want to um, give the the castles back to those who had turned on them. And, like, while these lands... And the well, thing the is, problem, is, John... Yeah, knew. John's thing was, yeah, that family turned on them, but the people don't that are here right now, the children yeah. that are here, they're not the ones that turned on them. Right. They shouldn't be forced out of their home and killed because of something they had no control over. And he gets the pledge from those kids. Yeah. So, for, mm-hmm. you know, protecting him. And, like, what better people than, like, you know, these kids to, you know... Mm-hmm. They're going to be... Unless they get overthrown, they're going to be, you know, living up to their word. I mean, we so. obviously know that kids can rule countries. I mean, come yeah. on. Lyanna Mormont? Hello, Queen yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then the whole comment about women. We're teaching all men and women and children. And then, like, the guys are like, what? And mm-hmm. then she's like, well, I'm going to be trained. And then, like, you know, she gets a little bit of a, oh, okay, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. That sounds cool. I'm like, I'm not going to be sitting by the fire knitting. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Speaking, good segue. Speaking of fire, what about the whole thing where the hound is, you know, being talked to by his friend and looks in the fire and he gets all fucking prophetic? Well, and that's the whole group, though. Like, the whole entire group is prophetic. So they all have some sort of play by, like, the Lord of Light has something in play with that for them. And this is an outside source of magic that brought Jean back to life. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, of course. So what is up with that? I mean, there, there's a bigger, like, now, is the Lord of Light the same kind of power that, um, uh, what's the Stark Kid's name? Uh, Which one? Bran? Bran, Bran, yeah. Bran, the Three-Eye Raven? Yeah, like, I don't think that's the same power. So, like, it's another different type of, like, maybe god, I'm yeah. thinking, because I think there are many gods in this whole entire thing, and which is why we're, yeah. we're playing on here, so, like, I think that's pretty interesting, like, because, I mean, like, now, do you think that Ariana spared the Hound? Is how I'm how I saw it, right? So I think right. her storyline with the Hound is done. So we don't have to worry about Ariana coming back for the Hound at all. You mean Arya? Ar- sorry, Arya, not Ariana. Ariana, I'm like, wait, are we seeing Ariana Grande this season? See, si. 
Indeed. Yeah, Arya. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's cool, like, what they did there. Like, and obviously we're just seeing fire. Like, we don't see what he's seeing. Like, you know, because we're not in touch with the Lord of Light. Although the Lord of Light works in very dark ways, it seems, at times, too. So... He just just, just had that... Well, I'm gonna see this, and I'm, this this is gonna happen. It's like, dude, you're being creepy as fuck. Yeah, but I mean, they just told him, like he knows where they're going to get attacked. It's gonna be the town on the coast by the wall. Like I, that's right. probably gonna be the first town to be attacked. Mm-hmm. So like they have premonitions of what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I'm guessing that's where they're going. Yeah. So. What about seeing Jorah Mormont in that cell with the grayscale on him? Did you realize yeah, that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, and it was with Sam. Uh, yeah, yep, Sam in the Citadel. Poor Sam. Yeah. Oh, that was a shitty Poor job. Sam. <laughs> 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 oh, you couldn't say anything shittier about that too. Uh, I, and like at times, funny. I kind of wanted to throw it too. Watching. I read it. an article where that actor was talking about it, and he said that was one of the best parts about filming that episode was having to do a daily routine shot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but over doing and that. over. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like the like, scene was the dumps. He cleans the book and like he cleans the pan, pot, piss pans, pop pan. Yeah. How you know. long does he have to do that before he gets some segue with them? Probably like under that kind of stuff, years until he does something to shine. Usually is how those kinds of work. But the thing is, is like he just did something to shine. Yeah. Well, he just. I mean, the thing is, is he stole those books. So if there's going to be any repercussions, like who's going to know the books are missing? Well, I think he's allowed to look at books. I just don't think. No, he's... not from the special section. But there. he wasn't in the special section. That's locked. Uh, but he stole the keys and got the books out of the lock section. Those books that he was reading were from the lock section. I don't know. I don't. That's know why he walked that. up to the. It's not the Grand Maesters or whatever those guy the guy the head of the whatever like he had the keys so he took those keys while he was sleeping I didn't and see took that. the yeah so he took the special books the the yeah no, he's pretty much done there but that's where he finds out about the um uh, special weapons um the, controlled the, by the dragon the, the, the dragon, dragon stone this dragon glass yeah. the dragon glass dragon glass yeah yeah which is controlled by uh, the Lannisters the, no. It's controlled by the Targaryens. Oh, uh, was it? Their castle is the land. Oh, yeah. there's a big reservoir on yeah, Dragonstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reservoir, which is where the source is. So, like, it, that's right. So, I think they're gonna have the, the necessary, you know, items to kill the hey, White Walkers. Hey, we'll help you. We're gonna be. We'll help you take King's Landing if you help us see. kill. If you let us use this to kill the White Walkers. Yeah, I mean, I can see, you know. John negotiating pretty well for that kind of stuff. I mean, like, that's the whole point. Like, he's just trying to protect the North. I know. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, so who else here was kind of devastated that 1 1 was a White Walker? Huh? Yeah. The giant? Yeah. Oh, was yeah. A little bit. All the giants. Well, we knew that they were. One of them was 1 1. The one that died. I was surprised. I surprised. I was surprised when I saw three of oh, them. Oh, the there. one that I'm died like, up fuck. in the camp up north. Okay. No, the one that died at the wall during the fight. He, they came down. Oh. They got all, all the arrows. That big giant that helped him out. One one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Mm, yeah. Th- that he's... happened inside the It doesn't matter, he died. He, they didn't put him they didn't put him aflame. And then set him on fire, so yeah. he's a white walker now. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm th- I'm pretty sure it's some sort of disease that they carry, which is how they're playing it off. Because otherwise you'd see people in the south having the same problem. So But at least Bran made it to the wall. Yeah. Yes, he did. He got yep. there safe. So at least he's there safe. Um, and of course, John's not there because he's over at Winterfell or whatever. Like, yeah, they're they, they're down at so, Winterfell. Yep. So yeah. And how about Crazy Queen Cersei painting the Seven Kingdoms on the floor? Yeah, yeah that's kind of that was a symbolism of her trying to take over everything. Like mm-hmm. she's just trying to like a person with a map. I've got all this stuff that I'm going to take here. So. This is all my shit. Yeah. This recap here says the floor map makes her look a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, I think it's probably the point, too. I think hers. Jamie was secretly judging her. Uh, yeah. I think he's about done with her. Although I think, I, yeah. I know, but then again, I know, I know we were not done with this show because apparently, I'm looking at it, 10.1 million U.S. viewers of episode one. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, that's it's going to be... I, I can't see how they can. They're gonna have to. They're probably gonna make a spinoff of this, and George R. R. Martin's not gonna have anything probably to do with it besides having his name somewhere on. Oh, I, 
I thought I told you about that before. They're they're working on four spin-offs. Oh, you did say that, didn't you? Yeah, okay. four spin-offs right well, now they're working on. Because he didn't want any part of it after this. Yeah, no dust in time for that, but yeah, dude, seriously. Huh, okay. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I'm excited by like what, what this next episode is going to bring us. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, because oh. they were definitely talking strategy. And they At the very end of the table. Left. Yeah. I mean, like, like the, they're they're on the land now, so they have the Let's ships. Begin. Yeah. So yeah. And how about it, Crazy Greyjoy? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he's gonna end up switching sides. Possibly. I I don't know. Maybe. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Like the thing is, is some of them are just kind of flip flop, wish washy. So. Well, I think that it might take a while for them to switch sides, only because. The Greyjoys that stole the fastest ships from him when he stole the crown are well, on she the side of the Queen She of obviously didn't want to have anything to do with him besides the ships. Like, so oh. she's going to kill him at some point, <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. I think he knows it. <laughs> yeah, he just wants revenge is all he wants, I think, personally. Like, I think he just wants revenge for the, them not fighting. I think she's going to do something that really pisses him off, and then he's going to say, fuck it, and help the Queen of the Dragons. Yeah, and he might just turn on them. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is... They've, the Queen of Dragons already has the ally of those Greyjoys who went uh, what's it, what went down to support them. So I don't think, and she's kind of one of those people, I don't think she would backstab her own people. Like, she has not shown any kind of interest in I forgot this. When Cersei says to him, um, he's, he's had two good hands. He said, waving him around, you murdered your own brother, she said. <laughs> and he said, you should try it. It feels wonderful. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I started laughing at that point. I'm like, oh, jeez. And apparently he's off to get her a priceless gift, so... Yep, which is... I'm... It's gotta be... Uh, I don't know who it could be. Like It doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be a who. But what would it be then? Then you're just gonna have to find out. I know, we're just left wondering, but... it's. I'm thinking it's gonna be a who. It's gonna be somebody who left her, and it's gonna be somebody she really well, it hates. Won't be, it won't be Tyrion, because they don't know he's on land yet. True. That's true, yes. So, that's the only gift I would think of. Yeah, well... But they knew where they were going to land. Unless he's going to look for Arya, but he doesn't even know that Arya is still alive. Right. Nobody knows that Arya nope, is alive. Nobody knows that Arya. So, so there really isn't. That's the only people I could see that yeah, would really that, be a threat to her. Unless they get, uh, what's her bucket? Sansa. Um, Sansa. So Sansa's the only one that's kind of on that area that they can And they kind see. of know of Sansa because she was married to Ramsay. Yeah, they know that she took off. So, yeah. Yep. So my thinking, Sansa. I'm thinking Sansa's going to be picked up. I guess we'll find out. Maybe in two Honestly, it episodes. wouldn't be a huge loss for me. I don't really like Sansa. I, they, yeah. They, they made me take back my like in her. Well, obviously, Littlefinger has interest in her because I think it's because he loved her mom. And in turn, he's kind of he associating her. And he sees her trying to take charge. He's like, I can play this to my benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, I'm... I'm I'm excited. It was a great episode. I mean, as, as you would expect from this. So yeah, great start to the season, definitely. And it leaves us with lots of questions still unanswered, which will remain unanswered, I'm sure, for quite some time. So, uh, well, considering we've only got six yeah. more episodes, this is our seven-episode season, so we've got episodes from last week until the end of August. That's it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that blows. So, eh, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad it's coming to an end at some point because you know these things kind of drag on. It feels it's like tired of, I'm tired of having to binge watch it every season it comes on. True. Yeah. Anybody but, else we want to talk about the Game of Thrones episode? Otherwise, we're gonna call it. Other nope, than, I'm good. Other than Ed Sheeran sang a, sang a really pretty song. <laughs> yeah, Comic Con Comic Con didn't disappoint me this necessarily this year. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm good. Everybody, let's, let's, let's call it a wrap. Woo! Woo! Right. Action. Um, so let me get my little thingy here. Where is it? Hey, guys. Here it is. Oh, yes. Let's let's go get some, uh, do some scrapping and eat some tapioca pudding. Oh, Are you, oh I thought you were being the church lady. Well, no. isn't that special? No, I'm doing the <laughs> new in town uh, Minnesota ladies. Just don't tell that Marge Gustafson. Oh, gotcha. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher or go directly to the source. You know, tap that bane and go to the website, www.ingloriousgeeks.com. 
<laughs> Facebook and Glorious Geeks, Twitter and Glorious underscore Geek, Instagram and Glorious Geeks 3. I do check it. Granted, Boonie takes precedence with his Instagram, but whatevs. Um, Twitch, I am a Glorious Geek, and we're actually thinking we might try to start doing some uh, verbal for that. Uh, Snapchat and Glorious Geek, though really we don't take a lot of pictures. And on Roll20, I'm in Glorious Geek. So on that note, we are the Inglorious Geek, so sit down. Shut up. And roll initiative. Alright, guys. Uh, thanks for all listening. I uh, hope we uh, didn't catch any of you in the middle of our podcast who jumped to the end with the Game of Thrones spoilers and you're like, oh my god, you spoiled this. Anyways. Yeah, sucks to be you. Yep, sorry. Uh, we had a big, nice little long section for that. So, I'm right. tired of no spoilers. I needed a spoiler zone tonight. So be prepared to have more future spoilers of Game of Thrones for upcoming episodes as long as there's Game of Thrones. Specifically six more, at least right now. So, yeah. as Rocco would say, catch you on the flip side. Yeah. Peace out, bitches! Bye, everybody! <laughs>